Hello and welcome back to the, well, That's Life podcast, where stories are shared and life lessons are learned. I am your host, Hannah Bungu, and I'm so glad you decided to join me again for another episode. We are on episode seven already, and it's just so crazy to me how um, I've been able to actually maintain this. I kind of thought that I was going to just start it and leave it in the dust after a few episodes because, not going to lie, that's kind of my habit. I, I like to start things and then I kind of lose steam and they fall by the wayside. But I've been really enjoying doing this podcast. It's become something that I look forward to doing. And actually just today, I was talking to a couple of my former students. They graduated in the class of 2022. A couple girls from that class, you know who you are. And they were just saying, you know, that they missed me and they missed being here in Palau because, you know, they went off to college and they were saying that they miss my my advice you know like the they they were saying they they miss the lessons that i would teach them about life and and all of that and so i was like well funny that you say that i actually have a podcast and i talk about stories and life lessons and exactly the things that i talk to my students about um and it was just so cool to hear these former students of mine saying that my stories and lessons that i've shared with them over the years those have actually been impactful to them and that that's something that they looked forward to during our time together over the past few years and that it's something that they actually cherish and miss and they were saying that these lessons they actually still hold them very dearly and think about them whenever they're in different situations so that for me was just I don't know it was so heartwarming and it made me realize that even if it's just for a few people um, teaching or showing or sharing these life lessons it matters it matters and there's people out there who actually you know care to hear what I have to say and you know they cherish those words so to everyone who um, is a faithful listener whether you're new or you know uh, you just kind of caught on to this a few episodes ago um, or if you've been with me since the beginning I just really want to say I appreciate you all and to my former students and current students because some of my current students actually listen to this podcast um, I just want to thank you guys for your support and I want you to know that anytime you want a life lesson from miss hannah you can just you know come on over to the podcast and listen to what i have to say and it just makes me feel so good that um there's people out there who value what i have to say um because you know who doesn't love to know that what they're saying is valuable right we all want to know that that what we're saying matters to people um so anyways that conversation i had with those former students it was just such a highlight of my day honestly the highlight of my day and um i just love whenever students reach out to me i love talking to them that's one of the best parts about being a teacher is just making those connections and then having those connections last a lifetime and that's something that i hope i can also do through this podcast like to make connections with people through this podcast and hopefully build other connections and um have those last a lifetime too anyways i have an interesting well interesting to me (laughs) story 
uh, from something that happened just yesterday, actually this past week, and taught me some lessons, some small, some probably a little bit deeper. And so, you know what we say, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so here's the story. This past week, I think it was early in the week, early to mid midweek, and I was in the office and I was I was doing something, minding my business. I think I was photocopying papers or I don't know what I was doing. I was working on something. Well, as I was there, the office manager, I guess she had just received a call, and so she was like, "Hey, I just got this call from the church secretary and they're wondering if you can help coordinate sundown worship for um well it sounded like she was saying for like you know next week or the week after or sometime in the future so for those of you who need a little context about this we are an uh, seventh-day adventist school and we are connected to the seventh-day adventist church that is here on the island and when missionaries come to teach they also help out at the church right so during the week we're teaching but then on the weekends on sabbath we're helping out at church whether it's helping in sabbath school or helping with praise team or helping with different things and every saturday evening the church has what's called sundown worship because for adventists we believe the sabbath goes from friday night to saturday night so on friday night we bring in the sabbath and then on saturday night we have sundown worship to kind of like end the sabbath and spend some time together fellowshipping with other people um, in the church so every saturday night there is a sundown vespers and it's about an hour or so long and usually it's the same kind of program it's some music and then either someone speaks and shares like a, a testimony or something from their life um or there's a special presentation and then you know opening prayer closing prayer that kind of thing and then it's over so sometimes the the elementary school is in charge of sundown worship and sometimes the high school is in charge of sundown worship sometimes they also ask the missionaries like just from both schools to do things for the programs so i'm i'm used to being asked to help with um sundown worship and i'm usually used to like having ample amount of time to get a program together to get people to sing get people to speak or do whatever i need so when the office manager um asked me that you know said that somebody from the church had called and asked i really wasn't i really wasn't very clear about what the what date she was telling me it was for i was pretty distracted when she was talking to me to be honest i didn't really catch everything all i heard was she was telling me that we needed to plan sundown worship and i didn't know when it was for but it sounded like it was for the future so I kind of tried to ask a few questions, you know, I tried to get out of it and I tried to pin the responsibility on somebody else. That didn't really work because, you know, I'm the chaplain and so sometimes things do fall in my lap. Not that it's a bad thing or anything, it's more just like I have to make sure that I'm not taking on too much where then I'm overwhelmed and overloaded. So I realized, okay, you know what, I think that maybe this is far enough in the future that I can do something about it. I should have honestly clarified with her the dates. I just told myself, 
you know, I can figure it out. I can get some students together to do a program. I can figure it out and I'll ask her later on this week when I'm supposed to be doing the sundown because I thought it was at least a week away or more. So in the moment, I was just like, okay, sure, you know what? I'll figure it out. And I didn't really ask many more details. I just figured I'd come to her later on in the week and, and you know, check it out, clarify it and everything. Well, the week went by and, you know, of course, things get busy and I forgot to clarify with her about the date of the sundown worship. But again, in my mind, I was like, hey, it's it's far enough in the future. I don't have to worry about it right now. And then the weekend came and then Saturday came and, you know, we went to church, we we worshiped together and everything like that. Then Saturday afternoon comes around, went home after church and I was like, oh man, perfect. I get to just rest and um, just spend some time not doing anything because the beautiful thing about the Sabbath is that there's so many different ways that you can spend it. And one of the ways I love to spend part of my time is just resting from all the activity of the week and taking a moment to breathe and recuperate. And it's so amazing because on the Sabbath, we really we really don't have to worry or think about work. Like, I don't have to think about grading. I don't have to think about what my lesson plans are for the next week. I just get to, you know, enjoy the time with other people, enjoy time with God, all of that. So I'm just, I was just resting. And then I get a call from my principal. And he was like, hey, I just got a call from the office manager and, you know, from the school uh, office manager. And she says that, we need to do sundown worship today, right? So I'm like, what? I'm sitting on the couch, like I sit up, you know, I bolt up from my seat and I'm like, what do you mean we have to do it today? Um, He called me around two and sundown worship starts at five. I'm like, okay, we have three hours to get this program together. And he was like, did you agree to this? Because she said that you had agreed to it. And I'm like, yeah, I agreed to it, but it was, in my mind, it was in the future. I thought it was at least next week or the week after. I did not think that she was asking me to do the sundown worship for this Saturday, or else I would not have agreed with such short notice. And so he was like, well, she said that it's us and the church is expecting us and we need to get a program together. So, man, when I tell you that lit a fire under me, it was like crazy. I was trying, you know, my principal and I were just trying to do everything we could. We had like, you know, two and a half-ish hours before we had to leave and drive over to town for the sundown worship. So we were just doing everything we could. We were like, okay, what kind of program should we do? All right, we figured out the kind of program we wanted to do. Then we were trying to figure out who's going to do music and and are we going to have special music and who's going to speak. And we're trying to put all these things together. I went over to, um, there's a couple here that lives on campus that I spend quite a lot of time with. And so I went over to their house and was asking them to help with some things and some other, you know, missionaries uh, on the campus were willing to offer their help. So we're just scrambling, scrambling, scrambling and we put something together it was actually like I I truly believe like what we had put together was a good program so in I mean look three hours to put together a program that usually people have weeks in advance to get ready for that's pretty impressive 
So we had, you know, opening music. We had special musics. We had, you know, people to give some some of their... Uh, we were going to do a couple interviews of certain missionaries. It was going to be great. So we got it all together, and then we rushed off to town. Uh, my principal and his family, they drove ahead. They got there first. And then myself and some of the other missionaries, we drove... Uh, we were following behind him, a few minutes behind him. Once we got to church, we pulled up, we parked, and we're walking into the church, and then uh, my principal's standing outside the church, and he goes, well, I have uh, bad news and good news. And I'm like, okay, what's, uh, what's the bad news? And he's like, well, the bad news is they started the program without us because, well, um, we, in our car, were running late. So I'm like, yeah, that is bad news because it's us, but that's also kind of good news because it means it takes like one thing off of our plates and now we can just kind of roll into the rest of our program. And he's like, well, the good news is we're actually not on for today. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, there was some kind of a miscommunication. And so we were told that it's supposed to be today for us. But then someone else was also told that it was them. So that person got, you know, to the church first and they started their program. So by the time we got there, we were, you know, not doing the program. And so I was like, oh, my, oh my goodness. Like, in my mind... It was both a relief and also disappointing a little bit just because it was like, oh man, we had planned and um, and not just that, but it's kind of like you think I put all this effort in and did it come to nothing? And so as I was standing there and just thinking about it, actually, I was thinking about it throughout the program because I'm like, this is just a wild ride. First, I didn't even really understand what was being requested of me. Then I find out like I had to put together a program in a few hours and we scramble to do it. We get there and it's not us. It's this roller coaster of emotions. And as I was thinking about it through the evening, I realized that there are a few lessons I learned from that. I'll pinpoint a few, but honestly, maybe someone else out there might be able to think of other lessons too that they could get from this story. The first thing that I learned really truly from this experience is that I need to make sure that I am very clear about things before I accept any responsibilities. That may not be a lesson that people think is that big of a deal, but it is a huge deal. Sometimes we just think we know what someone's asking of us and we fill in the blanks in our mind and then we accept and think that everything's going to be fine. Then we find out later that there was it was something that we didn't even expect, right? Because if we truly were supposed to do sundown worship for this past Saturday, um, we would have, I mean, that was just so bad. Like having to scramble at the last moment like that. I I put us under a lot of stress because I hadn't listened carefully enough to know what was really being asked of me. If I had known that it was short notice, like I said before, I probably wouldn't have agreed to it or I would have started planning it like as soon as I said yes, right? So the first thing I learned really is just be clear about what's being asked of you. Make sure you ask all the questions that you need to ask to make sure that you're clear and make an informed decision. Whether that's that like you're you're 
you're wanting a certain job or something and you think you know what's being required of you of that job so then you just kind of say like sure yes I you know I accept the offer and then you start working the job and you realize whoa this is not what I signed up for and then you might realize it's because you didn't ask enough questions you weren't clear enough about what was being asked of you um, or whether it's just people making requests of you or people asking favors you know sometimes people go can I ask a favor of you and we're like yeah sure they ask the favor I'm like yeah I can do that and then a few days later we're like wait a second what did I just agree to you know the person's holding you to the fact that you said you would do that favor and you actually had just said yes in the moment when you were not clear about what was being asked of you right so the first lesson is just don't agree to anything Unless you are very clear of what is expected of you, what is being asked of you, and that you know you can deliver, you can do it, um, and that is something that you are capable um, of doing. And then another lesson that I learned is that you just need, and sometimes in life, it is very important to just be ready for anything. And it's, uh, I don't know... You know what? I was going to share a quote, but I don't know who it's by, so let me not do that. But yeah, like it is important to stay ready in various situations where you know it's possible that things could pop up. So here on the mission field, it's it happens quite often that things just pop up. Like we're asked to do special music at the last second. We're asked to, you know, share a testimony or speak or share a worship thought or or help or do something at the last moment. And something that my principal has always told me was, you know, as chaplain, you need to always have a worship thought in your back pocket just in case somebody needs you to do something at the last moment. Well, what I'm learning is that I need to have more than just a worship thought. I need to have some some thoughts about, well, what would I do if I did have to plan something like a program at the last second? Who do I know I can call on? What are some sure things I know I can do at the last moment to still have a smooth program, right? Those are ways that I know I can stay ready so that in case this ever happens again where I have a last minute thing, I'm not scrambling so much because I know that I I have things locked and loaded in place to just say, okay, I can choose this and this and this and pick and choose and put something together. And that's a, a lesson that I think we all need to learn. Whatever place you are in life, wherever you are in life, you know what it means for you to stay ready. Whatever that means for you, just make sure that you stay ready. Make sure that Whatever it is in your job or in your school or, you know, your personal life, whatever it is, don't just get so complacent where you think like, oh, yes, I'll never have an emergency. I'll never have to do anything at the last minute. So I'll just kind of, you know, live my life in a naive way. Life happens where things are dropped in our lap at the last second. And so it's important to stay ready. And even like that can go for finances. Don't just live paycheck to paycheck if you can help it. Try to save up money because then if an emergency happens, you're not having to scramble for money, but you were ready, like you were staying ready so that you you were able to meet the emergency when it inevitably did happen. So for me, in this phase of my life, I know that I'm being asked to do a lot because of my position and because of how long I've been here. So instead of me just scrambling all day every day to put things together, I need to make sure I have 
uh, a plan in mind for what I can do in case I meet an emergency, in case I meet some last minute thing I have to do so I don't have to scramble, right? And so um, those are the two lessons, the two biggest lessons that I learned from this. It's always be clear about what's being asked of you. Don't agree to something unless you know for sure what it is. And, and stay ready as much as you can in the event that you are put into a last-minute situation that you did not anticipate. And I guess um, also something that I, I learned too from this is that I'm capable of so much. I mean, I put, you know, I helped put together this amazing program at the last minute and truly it was a, an amazing program and when we do get the chance to do it, it will be such a good program and oftentimes we don't really realize how much we're capable of until we're in certain situations that push us and situations that really make us have to um, showcase certain skills and talents that really just come out under pressure and I realized, whoa, you know, I'm so capable and I I can do so much I can work well. I mean, I do know that I work well under pressure, but this again reminded me that when these things happen, I am able to rise to the occasion. And sometimes we we don't learn that lesson about ourselves until we are forced to rise to the occasion and then we're like, "Whoa, I didn't even I didn't even know I had it in me." Um And so that was really cool. I also learned that I have amazing people around me, an amazing support system around me. All these people were just like, yes, I can help with music. I can help with this. Like They were willing to just jump in and help at the last second. And it made me realize how amazing my support system is. And it made me realize how important it is to continue having reliable people in my life. If I have flaky people in my life, people I can't count on, then when I'm in these kind of situations, I will be, you know, really unable to, you know, function and move forward because I wouldn't know who to ask or who to go to. But I have reliable people. I have amazing people. I have people who are willing to serve and help. And it made me you know, just realize how important it is for us to surround ourselves with people who are reliable and people you can count on, people you can go to, people who will be there for you even when it's like, hey, I have a last minute request. I'm so sorry to do this, but can you help? And they're like, yes, I got you. And so I hope that all of you out there will will have those kind of people in your life as well who will be down for you at the last minute when when you are struggling to to put something together or struggling through an emergency. I hope you guys have those kind of people in your life. And I, there's so many other lessons I'm sure I could have learned from these, from this experience, but really those are just the ones I wanted to highlight because they're the ones that, that really impacted me the most. And as I'm moving forward from this experience, I know that I'll move forward uh, with more confidence and I'll move forward in a way that's more aware of what I'm doing and what I'm saying and what I'm agreeing to. That's, you know, part of growing up, right? Uh, We learn through some of these different um, instances. So it all worked out in the end. Yes, it was stressful for a while, but it all worked out in the end. And for those of you who may face 
some um, uncertain situations in the future or who are facing it now, I just want you to know that you are capable. Even though you're, you might be under stress, you can do it. And in the future, if you do have a chance to avoid that kind of stress again, I know that you will take the steps to avoid it just like I will. Um, but in the midst of it, we can still learn lessons, right? So thank you so much for listening uh, to the story. Hope that you guys learned something from it. And um, I hope that we can all walk forward with more awareness of what kind of situations we are putting ourselves into. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. Whether big or small, funny or serious, finding the life lessons in our experiences can make life so much richer. I'd like to invite you to please subscribe to this podcast. Please rate it. Share this episode. Share any episode you want to share. Leave comments. I'd love to get this out to a wider audience. And speaking of a wider audience, please follow our Instagram page, my Instagram page, which is at well that's life podcast so that's well that's life podcast on instagram and i post little snippets of the episodes on there and i hope to be able to post more on there as time goes on and as always i want to know what other life lessons can you pinpoint from today's episode or what life lessons have you learned this week leave a comment with your thoughts and i'll see you again next week